0: From the historic Ogden Theater in Denver, Colorado, it's E-Town on the Road, featuring this week's guests. From Durham, North Carolina, his Golden Messenger. And from Knoxville, Tennessee, Adim the Artist. I'm Helen Forster, and right now, here's our host, Nick Forster.
1: Thanks, Helen. Welcome, everybody, to a special E-Town show on the Road coming to you from the Ogden Theater, the historic Ogden Theater in Denver, as Helen said. So the Ogden is on Colfax Avenue, not far from where I lived when I first moved to Denver in the 70s. It's kind of a gritty slice of real life in a big city with a 7-Eleven and a gas station across the street, and a Days Inn, some folks nearby on the streets, in tents, or even less. But inside the theater, it's all about the music and the show. We've done shows here before, It's been a while. I think Dan Fogelberg and the Cowboy Junkies were maybe the last one we did here, so that's been a long time. Both our musical guests this week live in the American South, and their songs are all about the moment, this particular moment we're finding ourselves in, complex, a little bit unsteady. From Knoxville, Tennessee, comes Adim, the artist, really talented and funny singer-songwriter who's pretty honest about their journey through a gender-fluid modern culture. And up first from Durham, North Carolina, His Golden Messenger is back, led by singer-songwriter M.C. Taylor. He was born and raised in Southern California, but he left with his wife to pursue a graduate degree in North Carolina a while ago. And since 2008, he has put out, I think, 14 or 15 studio records and almost as many live records. Very prolific. The latest record is called Jump for Joy. It was recorded down in Tornillo, Texas. They're going to play some songs from that record and others. So right now, let's head to the stage at the Ogden Theater and listen to His Golden Messenger.
2: See how you wrote it, son. It's a rapture you're afraid of. Sage, and you can lift its trails at home. Hopping fences on the shipboard. Overdrawn, they can take it all. Yes, I gotta get it up. I gotta get it out. We're looking for love when there's none around. I guess I'm no better now. Down. My spirit is the moon and day. Yes, desire. Like a wire, lead the choir. I'm driven on. seems like a game I'm every, every time I look down My spirit is no to move
1: This golden messenger, MC Taylor. Welcome back to E Town. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, the band sounds great. Thank you. Good singers. Good mm-hmm. players. Yeah. Um, it's been a few years. Twenty eighteen, I think, with Chris Hillman and Herb Peterson. Uh, that was a dream gig for me. That was, I was cool. Such right. Such a such a massive
3: Birds fan and burritos fan and and. I mean everything Chris Hillman touched, I I have loved. So yeah. that was a that was a really big one for me. Herb yeah. Peterson
1: too. No kidding. What a, what a great story both of those guys have. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since then, and some things have changed. Yes. You have a new record, Jump for Joy. Correct. The title track is not exactly indicative of a, a joyful theme. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, is it not? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, in the in the world of his Golden messenger, it's yeah. a joyful song. <laughs> um, I mean, I would say that it is a wry song.
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, congrats! It's a good sounding record. Nice. And the songwriting seems candid and includes some themes that indicate you were you were pondering your life's direction and right. Were you actually questioning whether or not you know, this is what you want to keep doing during that time? Yeah, I mean, I,
3: I, am, I am to this very moment. i say most of the time my purpose seems clear to me, but yeah. um, there are all kinds of things. Uh, I mean, you're a musician, you know, there are all kinds of things that, uh, you know, in the world of music seem determined to shake your confidence. Yeah. And they often have nothing to do with inspiration or creativity.
1: Yeah. I'm a musician. I'm also a dad. Yeah, that's right. And so that that dynamic is something you we both share.
3: Yeah, it's a complicated one, but but a, a deeply uh, rich one. Certainly, a, a deep mine for um, sort of excavating a lot of existential questions. I think about totally. what we're what we're meant for.
1: Yeah, and and is that largely do you think because of covid shut down since you know since we saw each other that happened so yeah. that's a that's an opportunity to really rethink and recalibrate i think that um there have been a lot of
3: things that have happened in the world including covid that yeah. have made me think about presence like present moment engagement
1: yeah the basis of every spiritual journey right basically
3: that's right and yeah. and and really um Something that can be incredibly
1: elusive. Yeah, uh, certainly, certainly for me. Well, if you're if you have an active mind, uh, yeah, I that, have a very active mind. <laughs> that balance. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, on the other side of the COVID thing was, of course, you got to spend more time with your kids. That's right. You got to spend more time at home and connecting, and so that even deepens that. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's so funny
3: because. Um, you know, I've always thought of being a traveling musician for a living as like some kind of Greek myth or biblical parable in which you are given the uh, great fortune and opportunity to do the thing that you love, but in order to do it, you have to leave your family.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, and I think the the COVID quarantine years flipped that myth over. So... Um, I had the good fortune to be at home consistently with my kids for the first time in their lives. Yeah, but I didn't get to do the thing that I love to do in the way that it actually lives in the world. I mean, we all attempted to do yeah, uh, Remote zoom stuff and yeah. It, uh, for me. I know there there are some people that actually really excelled in that medium. I wasn't one of them and I I couldn't even bring myself to care very much about that format.
1: But um, now you're back on the road, you're touring, you're playing, you're recording, you're putting records out. Um, Does that sort of deeper experience that you you're feeling of the preciousness and the value of live performance, is that still a visceral feeling and is it something you feel like your your fans and your audience shares? Anytime I step on a stage
3: now, I feel an awareness of how um happy I am to be doing it and how integral the audience is to the performance. Yeah. You know, it's not just us playing for people, it's people listening and the people on the stage playing conjuring something together that yeah. couldn't exist otherwise. It's like a
1: circular bit of magic. It is. The energy goes from the stage and comes back.
3: And that's uh, that's how I think about it. And yeah. I don't know that I could have articulated it quite that way. Um, I mean, maybe I, I, th- I could think about it theoretically, yeah. but I feel like since... Since the years that live performance was sort of taken away, um, yeah, I think about it
1: in a different way as a spiritual sort of community practice. It's also the essence of playing music with other people, yeah. which is it's really about listening yeah. as much as it's about putting sound out into it. So it's the dialogue that happens. Yeah, it's like
3: there's so many conversations happening at yeah. the same time.
1: <laughs> well, all you got to do is listen. And that's really the essence of being present too, you know, mm-hmm. using your senses to be present. Yeah. We're going to hear more of my conversation with MC Taylor later in the show. But right now, let's go back to the stage at the Ogden Theater. Here's some more music from His Golden Messenger.
2: Won't you come to me, twelve pieces of silver and gold in your teeth? And the one in one with a dark eye you, oh, he lives in wild places, and he don't I
1: That's his Golden Messenger, MC Taylor on guitar and lead vocals, Chris Burner on guitar and vocals, Alex Bingham on the bass and vocals, Sam Freibush on the keyboards and vocals, and Nick Falk on drums and vocals. Everybody sings. We're going to have more music from his Golden Messenger later on in the show. And up next, music and conversation with Adim, the artist, after a short break.
0: Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. And by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. As a reminder for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town.
1: Nick Forster, this is E Town. You're listening to our special road show from the Ogden Theater down in Denver. His Golden Messenger will be back to play some more music in a little while. But right now, I want to tell you what's coming up next. Very talented and entertaining songwriter who's navigating some turbulent waters and is not afraid to write about it. I'm talking about Adim the Artist. Adim was born in the South, in Locust, North Carolina, as a teenager. The family moved to Syracuse, New York, and now Adim is back down south, living in Knoxville, Tennessee. Adim is pansexual, non-binary, and they are an outspoken advocate against the oppression of marginalized social groups of every stripe. Adim released White Trash Revelry in 2022, got lots of recognition, best of lists, notices in Rolling Stone and lots of trades, emails from Brandy Carlisle and Ray Wiley Hubbard. There is a new record coming out soon. We crossed paths for the first time in Nashville about six months ago. They are here on E-Town for the first time. We're very excited about it. So we're gonna head back out now to the stage at the Ogden Theater and listen to Adim the Artist.
5: was a child, limp on the pavement like a rag doll in the rubble there. I wanna reach through this vignette, pet the softness of his hair. He was a child, man, just a child, I can't. I almost hear him laughing now. But give ten years at least to mine if it'd bring him back somehow. on the TV through a smoke screen he was a prop on CNN Might have never seen him for honest if I saw that clip again When I start to get the night sweats My forehead wet with the stress of that memory I hardly can recall it now But my body measures it for me Muscles still remember what we saw when we were young honey. wherever we're going We'll take where we come from. And I see him when I'm sleeping, but his face is like my son's. Under Palestinian wreckage, dust and shrapnel in his lungs. Oh my God, what have we done? What have we done? Songs to to better you up. (laughs) For the past few months, the rent keeps getting higher. And the neighbors all have cars we can't afford I'm working two jobs now, and brother, I stay tired But we could always stand to make a little more The way it goes, we might not be here by December We both know there's gonna have to be a break Christ my blood's trying to turn back on our power Oh, Lord, there's got to be better way We've been selling off our books and records Instruments our grandparents played We've been selling off our books and records but we're gonna buy them back someday it's past you winters having harder than expected. And unknown numbers call us all hours of the day both been learning how to cook our suppers cheaper Stretch it out until we get paid The way it goes I doubt we ever will retire But the cast iron will be seasoned well by then We're lucky we'll have moments by the fire Put a record on and read a book again We've been selling off our books and records Instruments our grandparents played We've been selling off our books and records but we're gonna buy them back someday. Dinah Tommy's fun as an unheard song buried in my grandpa's guitar Buy a box of antique photos I got when Granny Marie passed on. We learn hard to take it on the chin. Get our bells caught up in time to fall behind again. We've been selling off our books and records, instruments our grandparents play. We've been selling off our books and records, but we're going to buy them back. Someday, we're going to buy them back someday. Father, can you hear me? I have, I let you down. I curse the day that I was born. And all the sorrow in this world. we take you to the hurting ground Where all good men are trampled down Just to settle a bet that could not be won Between a prideful father and his son There will be sorrow There will be sorrow there will be sorrow no more, no more. Every soldier lays his weapons down. Every king and queen relinquish their crown, when the only true Messiah rescues us from ourselves, it's easy to imagine there will be sorrow. There won't be sorrow. There will be sorrow no more. There will be sorrow There won't be sorrow There will be sorrow No more No more
1: Hadeem the artist, welcome to E-Town. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm a little late to the party. You've been at this a while. White Trash Revelry was really my point of entry. That was your latest record. Cool, that was the good one there, Sam. (laughs) The good one. (laughs) But um, it's so intriguing to me because I've been a northern person playing southern music most of my life. Yeah, And you're a Southern person who, what I get the the impression is you've just really kind of been a seeker looking for your gang, for your tribe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. The path that you've chosen, which is, first of all, really enjoy your songwriting. Um, Oh, thank you. Great sense of melody and the poetry and the way you put words together. Just structurally, craftsmanship is really impressive and great. Oh, thanks, But the next thing... It's is, is a great that, podcast. I love this. Yeah, I mean, what's not to like? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, the thing is, you're giving voice to all the issues that everybody knows about, but doesn't really want to write about or talk about. And it's a choice. You made that choice.
6: Yeah, that's probably a little true. I have a real interest in finding balances between participating in the sort of trappings of tradition while also inventing ways to move it forward into more progressive and inclusive and thoughtful spaces. And country music is just in a unique place where it's like people have been saying really important stuff in the way of like racial politics and socioeconomics when it comes to gender identity and... I find all this stuff really fascinating, these are topics of interest for me just because my ancestry is just tied into
1: the, all those stories here. Well, but, everyone's ancestry is tied into those stories. Yes. And what I like about your writing and your your songs is that you're inviting this next chapter.
6: Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it is foundational to the future of our country, our society, our our smaller communities that we really take a handle and take accountability for this stuff, for these histories that everybody wants to criminalize talking about. They're, they're important parts of us. You know, it's, I mean, it's in the fabric of our DNA. The, you know, the newest sciences are telling us we're that informed by the trauma of our families. You yeah. know? And it's tough. I do think that when we talk about these issues, there's a lot of like, uh, well, there's anger forward with most things right now, I think.
1: Because of the tribal nature of you're in, you're out, you're on that side, you're on this side.
6: Yeah, yeah. that's And, you know, I mean, tribalism is like formed so tightly from birth so that you can be easily held within a demographic that is marketable according to, the, you know what yeah. I mean? It's part of where I'm at in this moment and, and what I'm talking about is that country music just hasn't acknowledged any of the ways that society has progressed in their understanding of all different facets of things.
1: Yeah, but I I have to say that country music also includes a bunch of people who share your values and your views. Oh, agreed, agreed. Like You're right. The community of country music listeners is not
6: averse to the types of progresses and information that I'm talking about. But within the genre, there's just nobody been able to get through. And so there's just been this kind of gate. And I think as that gate comes down, being able to engage with these ideas from the perspective and temperament of somebody in and of the American South is like it kind of becomes an archetypal way of like engaging with new information, which can be lighthearted and also acknowledging the heaviness of it, you know, you
1: can. But there's you, also a, tr- a tradition there. There's the David Allen Coe's and the Steve Earls and the Johnny Cash's and others yeah, who are like, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna use the platform of country music to either uh, shine a light or tell a story or lift it up or whatever. Yeah, no, and, that's true. And so I think ultimately what we're talking about is that what you've done is you've been candid about the ways in which you don't fit in and the ways in which you've tried to fit in and looked for your posse and your people and your tribe and your, whether it is. And and it could be that queer country is like the best group that suits you because that just means I come from that tradition and I resonate with that music, but we are on the outside and we're, our values suggest that we want things to be better. Yeah. I mean, you've let's talk about that a little bit because you sure. grew up in a very southern environment in North Carolina. And the opening song on your record, White Trash Revelry, talks about how you were a lie. Man, that's
6: that. Yeah, there was, I mean, it's tough to talk about this, and I don't know uh, how to exactly, but. And we don't have to. No, no, it's fine. It's just that song is so instrumental in uh, in where I'm at, you know, because up until that point, you know, I had never written my story down, my, my origin, because it just didn't feel like a folk song. Like, my mom worked at a gas station. My parents had a one-night stand. They did the Presbyterian thing and tried to make a go of it, and they lasted, like, 24. Five years, I think it was good. I mean, it wasn't, it was, maybe it wasn't good. I don't know what I would say. It was good, but you know what <laughs> I mean. Um, yeah. And so there was something about it that just felt very uh, pedestrian and, and interesting and kind of low class to me, you know? And then, you know, you start getting into country song and then it just rattles around in my head like, oh man, my story is a country song. Like that's, that's where right. it belongs, you yeah. know? And so Carolina became that work of like putting that to music. I mean, it being the first song on White Trash Revelry feels so like we're doing this now.
1: It's like, yeah, here, <laughs> clothes are off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm naked. I'm here in front of you. This is it. Yeah. Uh, as you look around now, knowing that you were inspired by songwriters like John Prine and Guy Clark and, and others, have you found your community? Have you found your, your people?
6: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I've been knit up with a lot of incredible songwriters the world over, and also I like my heroes have become friends, which has been weird. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, like who? Um, like Todd Snyder wrote me a really nice email the other day. Um, nice. Brandy Carlisle's been a really good friend in helping me navigate, especially all the Americana stuff. I right. Ray Wiley Hubbard called me this week to tell me he was <laughs> proud of me. Yeah, it's just a weird That's great. experience. All well, it. it
1: speaks to authenticity, ultimately. You know, you, you decided to tell your story as honestly as you could, and people yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Adeem the artist, thanks so much for being with us. We're going to get back to music right now. Thanks for being a part of E Town. Yeah, thanks so much for having me again, my friend. I appreciate you. That's my chat with Adeem the artist backstage at the Ogden Theater. Right now, let's go back to the stage and hear some more music from Adim, the artist.
5: Started out as a light in my father's eye
1: In a Texaco
5: Mama was working overnights On Sam Wilson Road She was a madcap teenage runaway Year past graduation She was new in town and she was burning down Placed with infatuation, she fired a red-eye Buckshot distress calls across the parking lot rebel reeling from the feeling of rooting around for a little repose. The adjacent sunrise, the moonshine After tussling and muttering secrets only Started out as a lie, Caroline Started out as a lie Carolina Started out as a light in my mother's eye Many years ago and I'm in fires of live wires Loose in foster homes From my grandpa's fist to my mother's lip There's an ancestral impression an American inheritance, trauma and depression. She fired red eye. Buckshot distress calls across the parking lot. Rebel reeling from the feeling of rooting around for a little ripple. They chase sunrise, moonshine after tussling and muttering secrets only. Started out as a live Kirohain. I started out as a light gear lane from the birth canal. The whistle of emergency sirens. You got a lot of skins to wear as you try to figure out who you are. It don't matter what people say. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, someone else's mistake. Life is not always the things you plan. Some of us have childhoods that aren't poems on sight, but darling. You're doing all right. Um, how are you guys doing? Well, this sounds good. It sounds like a general positive vibe in the room. That's nice for a live music concert.
6: This is, uh, they told me this is the religious one.
5: Jesus Christ was 12 years old Stumbled down streets of Marlboro Golds A little thirsty for a hand to hold Anyone that'll bait his name Burned a juniper smudge at dawn Danced round with nothing but a skivvies on Dewey had an unwritten Ray Wally Hubbard song but he knew every lyric all a saint So he cried out a law in the early morn Where that I was somehow human born I would cast out demons and calm the storm From the window of my little red Pontiac Jesus Christ likes fast cars Metal to the metal because he's Lord Never had a whip, didn't have two doors Jesus Christ likes fast cars of God's finger, the deed was done. Jesus woke up as the chosen one. He was swaddled in the tunic of a virgin, listening for the jingling of keys. Stretched his legs out and learned to walk. Memorized scripture till he could talk. But he daydreamed to stick chefs and peel it all into a Palestinian dream. If this cup should pass, I don't want to live here if I can't drive fast So God opened the skies right up and welcomed him back With the keys to a little red Pontiac Jesus Christ likes fast cars Pedal to the metal because he's Lord Never had a whip, didn't have two doors Jesus Christ likes fast cars Passing through space in a blaze of smoke. He's spouting rubber through the stars with Emmanuel Choke.
6: It's a Emmanuel (laughs) Choke.
5: He's got Judas Priest on the radio with a little hint of humor in his eyes. Turns the oceans to wine on a planet out there. Gets the animals drunk, doesn't care. Every once in a while he remembers back here Where he first got the longing to drive Jesus Christ likes fast cars Magical hooch and loud guitars He ain't never had a whip, didn't have two doors Jesus Christ likes fast cars
1: That's Adim the Artist from Knoxville, Tennessee, live on stage at the Ogden Theater in Denver. We'll be back with more from His Golden Messenger after a short break.
0: This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio located in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. If you happen to tune in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town Podcast will have this episode and others, along with content from past shows as well. It'll be available for free in Apple Podcasts Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E Town.
1: I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town right now on stations like WKZE in Red Hook and throughout the Hudson Valley in New York, on KEGR in Concord, California, and on WMKY in Moorhead, Kentucky. As always, if you want some more information about any of our guests, find out what we're up to, figure out how to get tickets to live shows, lots of information is online at etown.org. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, to watch videos, hundreds of videos, maybe even a few thousand videos on our YouTube channel. They're pretty good. You could do a deep dive if you so choose. All right, we are back with more from His Golden Messenger. I grew up in the Northeast, but I had a deep connection to Southern music, everything from old-time string band to... Bluegrass, you know, Bill Monroe and Doc Watson to the Allman Brothers. So it's interesting to see and hear how the South kind of informs the music of our guests this week. They are in it, they're of it, and they're sharing it with us. Now we're going to go back to a little more of my conversation with his golden messenger. MC Taylor seems like North Carolina is a good spot for you. Yeah, North Carolina continues to be a great home
3: for me. I mean, at this point, um, I, you know, I've spent a, a good third of my life there, which is kind of mind-blowing. Um, I, I still think of myself as deeply Californian, but the fact is that, uh, you know, I've raised my family in North Carolina. My kids are Tar Heels. Yeah. So I feel a connection to the place that is real and genuine, and, um,
1: and, and, I, and I love it. Let's talk a little bit about Adim, the artist. Sure. Um, they're a Southerner and um, deeply so and keenly aware of all the issues. And
3: Yeah, I mean, Adem, Adem is doing something um, really important in the midst of Southern musical culture. I don't think that it's their responsibility to be doing what they are in terms of um, having these conversations, often heated conversations about gender. Um, and race and every every all the stuff that's wrapped up there in these sort of hot button conversations adim is a is first and foremost a great songwriter with a great sense of chordal structure and a great ear for melody so that's what i'm reacting to when i hear their music and Everything that they're brave enough to put into the music lyrically on top of that is sort of added value. It's sort of extra... Southern gravy. S- special gravy. And
1: I think it's complicated for them to... You called it brave. It is brave. Yeah, I think so too. Well, it's a really interesting combination. I'm just excited that we could get both of you on the show this week. And um, we're going to go back and hear some more music at this stage at the Ogden right now with his Golden Messenger, a neat town.
2: That feel too enough for you
1: That's His Golden Messenger, that's M.C. Taylor, Chris Berner, Alex Bingham, Sam Freibush, and Nick Falk. We're going to go out on one more of their songs. Before we do, i want to thank all our guests this week. That's Adim, the artist. Thanks again to M.C. Taylor and along with his band, His Golden Messenger. I want to thank our production crew, James Tuttle and Todd Ayers. Special thanks to engineer Luke Suer with uh, his mobile recording unit for helping us to capture this show this week. And a special thanks to Helen Forster and all the team at E-Town. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town.
2: Say it simple. Gonna give it to you simple. So Kevin
0: is a production of E-Town.